Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Professional Engineering and Consulting Services for the design and bidding of the Milton Industrial Park Wastewater Treatment Plant. So just for the record, this is not the other wastewater treatment plant that everyone's been talking <laughs> about in the city of Milton. This is one specifically for Santa Rosa County and our uh, industrial park. I know I said the magic trigger words, wastewater treatment plant, says Commissioner Colton Wright. But it's not that one. It's not the one that everybody's all up in arms over. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people are up in arms over. We're not talking about that one. We're talking about a different one. And sure enough, this is the one that um, the folks in Santa Rosa County, the economic development folks like Shannon Ogletree, have come up with the idea of. And here's my read. Okay, um, there is a question mark over the deliverability of the Milton wastewater treatment plant and the timeline. And they have economic development companies that are going to need that wastewater treatment capacity. And since there's a kind of a question mark there, they have decided that they're going to pursue building their own smaller wastewater treatment facility, what they call a package plant, on the I-10 industrial park off of 87 to serve the needs of those businesses, which will do a bunch of things, you know, alleviate the need for them to depend on the Milton plant. It'll also uh, do something to a degree to alleviate the pressure on always finding more spray field for the effluent because that's been one of the issues is that when the treatment plant gets switched over from the one that operates now to the future one, that they won't have enough spray field capacity even for the current volume, let alone for adding new business processing in. So, you know, these are kind of the backdrop issues. But again, <laughs> as Colton Wright very wisely understood, I need to make sure people are abundantly clear. We're not talking about that one. This is Shannon Ogletree, the uh, Director of Economic Development for Santa Rosa County. As Commissioner Wright mentioned, that this is the package plant idea that we've developed to uh, basically chart our own destiny for the industrial development at the southeast corner of Interstate 10 and 87 off Exit 31. Uh, this will uh, work to encompass our Milton Interchange Park along with our I-10 park where uh, planes, trains, automobiles, uh, is going. That's the one that the Black uh, uh, Black Rock. Black Rock. I want. That's right, isn't it? Black Rock is the 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 Pepsi distributor that they announced the other day. Oh, Buffalo Rock. Buffalo Rock. Thank mm -hmm. you. I don't. Just, sorry, oh, I know my maybe. sodas. There you go. I mean Pepsi's. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be in place. They say they say by basically December of I think 2024 is what he said. And this is to satisfy all of the companies that you've heard of, Lovell, Hershey, etc. Our goal is to have our package plant built and operational by December 2024. Uh, that is a deadline for us because we're having to meet the guidelines or we're having to meet the timeline for all the companies that I just mentioned. So if we can't do what we're saying we're doing, these companies are going somewhere else. So well, this is a must for us, and this is something that we have been pressing forward uh, quite heavily for the past six months. So Scott Jernigan with Jacobs Engineering. Lot 24 is the proposed lot for the treatment plant. Um, the initial phase for this plant is 250,000 gallons per day and we've laid it out to be expandable up to a million gallons per day. And remember, at the other plant, we're talking about, you know, two million expandable to eight. 
So here you have, you know, a quarter million expandable to one. So it's a much smaller facility, which makes sense, of course. Uh, you can see we're over a thousand feet from any of the or from the two closest Fairpoint wells. Uh, the, the process we've chosen for this plant is called a membrane bioreactor. Uh, it's a tertiary process that includes a very fine filtration. Uh, pore size on the order of magnitude of 0.1 microns. And will it process the PFAS that everybody's concerned about? Uh, Because the formulation of the rules and standards for cleaning PFAS is still in formulation, so nobody's exactly sure what those are going to be. It's one of the reasons you can't say this will or it won't do it to a certain level. But he says it will be effective for that. We're just, you know, we're still waiting to find out what the rule is going to be, right? Staff advised us that um, some of the emerging contaminants were a concern for the county, and we want to make sure that we incorporate provisions for them into the plant. So uh, first thing we'll talk about is PFAS. Uh, Right now, the guidelines for PFAS are not finalized. So we are building into the hydraulic profile of the plant a treatment component for PFAS such that when the guidelines are finalized, we can incorporate that uh, equipment into the process. Um, Also, with the infiltration wetlands, we have uh, research that shows the wetlands will uptake the PFAS and hold it. So what we'd be looking at in that concept is designing the wetlands for a PFAS loading and a period of time. And once we've hit that period of time, you know, we'd excavate the material out and dispose of it properly. And also pharmaceuticals is one of the issues. And uh, I'll finish this up here in just a second. But let's get traffic on the fives first from Candy. Uh, accident, speaking of which, on Highway 87 in Milton and Keyshop Taylor Drive. Now, this is about uh, two blocks, I would say. This is uh, just north of I-10. Accident on Highway 87 in Milton, just north of I-10. If you have traffic tips, uh, 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Back to Scott Jernigan uh, from Jacobs engineering talking about the again not the milton wastewater treatment plant but a smaller wastewater treatment plant that they are the county is looking to build right on the i-10 industrial park another compound that staff mentioned we needed to discuss was the pharmaceuticals again one of the reasons we chose wetlands as a potential uh, effluent management system for this project is they've also shown to uptake pharmaceutical compounds um, and allow some biodegradation there. And so the question you might have is, okay, we know that there were a lot of people in the audience there to protest and uh, complain about the Milton wastewater treatment plant, the one that requires the transfer of the 100 acres to do the rapid infiltration basins from the county to the city. Pam Mitchell, uh, who lives on Cooper's Basin and has been one of the original complainants against the site, she says about this pro- about this proposal. I just want to thank you, gentlemen, and I want to thank Mr. Jernigan and Jacobs Engineering. This is the kind of project we need to see. This is what we need to be seeing in the city of Milton doing. This is a forward-thinking project that will protect our community and our waterways. Please, gentlemen, do the same thing. Do something to make the city go to that level. Please. And, of course, what's interesting is that we then found out uh, yesterday, it was yesterday or the day before, and I guess it was last night at the, um, no, that doesn't seem right now that I say it. It was, it was the day before. It's Tuesday night at the Milton City Council meeting was that Randy Jorgensen explained our, because remember Pam Mitchell, who's been against the Milton one, in favor now of the one over at the industrial park, and in part, they're excited about how thorough it's going to be at processing things and you know kind of jerry Koo had been talking about that as well um you know will this plant do all the stuff that this other one or that other ones are supposed to be able to do and randy jorgensen's like yeah uh, of course
Just as the uh, engineer from Jacobs indicated last night, there isn't a standard. The plant that they've designed for consideration by Santa Rosa County uh, will be able to uh, adopt to those standards once they're in fact established. Our plant will be able to adopt to those standards once they are in fact established. We can't meet a mark that is yet to be determined. Pharmaceuticals, we do 80%, University of Florida, um, and that's wonderful results. We couldn't have been more pleased. This plant is more advanced than our current plant. And that's kind of the point is if you're complaining about the how thorough the processing is going to be at the Milton plant, and then we sh the uh, the county says, well, we're going to do this at this other one. They're like, oh, hey, yeah, and then you're like, but ours is the same or better than that. Uh, yeah. well, okay, I understand the location is the primary complaint, but it's another example of how the people who are against this Milton plant, it's kind of we'll throw anything against the wall we can, consistent or not with other things that we say, and that's what makes me say, well, the credibility of the critics is not as high as they think it is, or even significantly lower than that. For example, one of the things that came up um, recently I thought was fascinating is the critics like to talk about this um, change.org petition that they've got like over 6,000 people have signed against the Milton Wastewater Treatment Plant. Here's what it actually says. This is the change.org petition. The city of Milton owns a plot of land at the eastern corner of Cooper Basin located in East Milton, Florida, highlighted in the photo. The city plans to utilize this land to build a wastewater treatment plant, that's all fine, that will discharge into Cooper Basin. False. <laughs> that's completely false, which flows into Blackwater River. Blackwater River is a beautiful, pure, natural resource to our area that we must protect at all costs. In addition to it being a high-volume area for many family recreational activities like boating, fishing, etc., it's a home to many different creatures, one being the Gulf Sturgeon. If I read that and didn't know better, I'd sign this petition. But that's False. It is not being built to discharge into Cooper's Basin or the Blackwater River, as I've said to you before. <laughs> the, the Can't they get sued then for sp spreading false info? No, not in politics. In politics, you can generally say anything you want to say, and you know it's public debate, and the Supreme Court has been right. adamant over the years about no prior restraint. I mean, you can tell people it's, it's, it's false. You can tell people it's a lie, but does that make as much damage or dent in the cognitive understanding as... Well, we got 6,000 people who are worked up about this. And again, as I've said, it's no wonder that if people, that's why I keep talking about this, because it's no wonder if people believe that, that they would show up angry to the county and the city meetings. Of course, I would too. But that's not what's going on. It's like saying we're moving it upriver the way the Escambia, <laughs> right? The way we moved Old Stinky upriver to the current facility where ECUA processes. That is upriver. Well, no, it's not. It's not on there. Exactly. <laughs> but it's true in the same way as in... It's not true. 621 on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru in Pensacola. If you're driven by an adventurous heart, you're in luck because the redesigned 2023 Subaru Outback shares your spirit. The Outback can take you as far as you want to explore with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive. And Subaru's estimated highway fuel economy for non-turbo 2023 Outback models is up to 32 miles per gallon. And comparing information for competitors' website, the Outback has more ground clearance than Honda CRV or Toyota RAV4. So you can 
can take on the path less traveled with ease. And when Experian Automotive studied vehicles in operation versus total new registrations, they found that 97% of Outback vehicles sold in the last 10 years are still on the road today, which means you can explore your world with confidence. The 2023 Subaru Outback. Go where love takes you. Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. Actual mileage may vary. Clearance comparisons as of June 2022. Experian data for model years 2012 to 2021 as of December 2022. Join Travis Thompson with Climatech of Professional Air, an American standard heating and air conditioning independent customer care dealer in the Pensacola area on the Pensacola Expert Panel today at 9.30. Join in as Travis discusses how you can lower your energy bill and create a healthy, comfortable home. Join Travis today at 9.30 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Are you looking to fill positions at your company? Career Source Escarosa is hosting a career fair sponsored by Top Tier Canine Training on Thursday, January 26th at the Pensacola Interstate Fairgrounds. Booth space is still available to meet and interview prospective employees. Tax-deductible sponsorship opportunities are also available. For more information, visit CareerSourceEscarosa.com or CareerSource Escarosa's Facebook page. Again, the Career Source Escarosa Career Fair, Thursday, January 26th, beginning at 11. All of your local news and talk from dependable host Andrew McKay on your morning drive with Pensacola Morning News 5 to 9 on News Radio 923. That was irrational of you, not to mention unsportsmanlike. suddenly feel like making my not blonde hair grow out a lot longer. I'm saying, let's form a band. 624 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Fallout from that systems glitch in the FAA's aviation network yesterday still causing some flight delays and cancellation. Uh, cancellations today, a couple hundred of them being reported across the nation. number of airlines, including American, Delta, and United, all say their operations are mostly expected to be back to normal. And uh, check in the Pensacola Airport website, not seeing any unusual delays or anything like that there. The Buffalo Bills say DeMar Hamlin is out of the hospital. He'd been uh, admitted to the Buffalo General Medical Center Monday after he left the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. And uh, the oldest living U.S. veteran to survive the attack on Pearl Harbor, about to turn 105. Joseph Eskenazi celebrated his upcoming birthday yesterday at the National World War II Museum in New Orleans. He and some fellow war veterans made made the trip thanks to the Gary Sinise Foundation's Soaring Valor Program. And, of course, just yesterday it was announced that 104-year-old uh, Pensacola Pearl Harbor survivor Frank Eamon had yeah. passed away. So, yeah. All right, David. Thanks so much for the update. 625 on News Radio 92.3. Candy's got traffic on the fives. And watching one accident in Milton. It's Highway 87 in Keyshawn Taylor Drive. And this is uh, just a little bit before the I-10 uh, 
uh, turn off there. That just maybe a block or two north of that. Not I'm not showing a roadblock, which doesn't mean there isn't one. But certainly, if you're over there, if you, if, uh, you see, certainly let us know. And certainly, if you have any traffic tips, text four three seven sixteen twenty. It's News Radio ninety two three. Informative, local, dependable. You know, if you're getting ready to buy that next vehicle, I strongly encourage you to include Frontier Motors in your planning. I mean, go and look at as many places as you like. That's fine. Just make sure you don't skip Frontier Motors because you'll be amazed by the selection. About 300 different cars, trucks, vans, SUVs on the lot. You can side-by-side compare different makes and models, and you can find something that you like, and if they have exactly what you want, you can buy it. It's going to be a good price. Or you can say, hey, it's close, but not quite. Can you go find it? And they will. You know, they can do that, no problem. But the point is, is that they are just a great local place with all of these options right next to each other so that you can sit in them, fiddle with the knobs, play with the stereo, move the seat back and forth, and drive them. And so, I mean, I seriously recommend drive, like, drive three or four minimum, and then go ahead and drive something that you don't really think you want, but is maybe like a, I mean, I could kind of drive that just for fun. And you may discover, man, I didn't think I was a Jeep person, and I'm not. Or, oh, and I am. You know, whatever. The point is, do a little bit of experimenting, and you might find something that you love, or at least confirm that, no, nope, your original choice is really the one to make. Frontier Motors, a great place to buy good quality used cars for the Pensacola community for more than 25 years, right behind that big buffalo on Beverly Parkway. Be sure to tell them Andrew McKay says hi. 627 here on News radio 92.3 informative local dependable oh man I, I i keep telling you that for the transgressors memorial service on friday where i mock wokeness and cancel culture and where i agree with everything that you say right right I, i'm basically <laughs> mocking candy by saying <laughs> candy's things it. no Not but uh, all of it i i say this all the time i can't make this blank up as fast as they I can't write them as fast as they come up with stuff. Right. You ready for the newest one? The University of Southern California, USC, the School of Social Work, will no longer use the racist, horrible, terrible, anti-black, not anti-racist enough word, field. The word field? They're not. Yes. They say, <laughs> Like a football field? Yeah, that's right. They're, they're, they're saying that they're not going to use the word field um, because, uh, let's see here, this change supports, I'll read it, uh, we, want, we work to ensure the use of inclusive language and practice, specifically we have decided to remove the term field, F-I-E-L-D, from our curriculum and practice and replace it with practicum. That's the word they're using. You're going to play on the football practicum? That's right. That's right. You're going to go work in the football, uh, not work, but you're going to play in the football practicum. That's right. Or you're going to study in the social work practicum. Uh, This change supports anti-racist social work practice by replacing language that could be considered anti-black or anti-immigrant in favor of inclusive language like practicum. Uh, Language can be powerful in phrases such as going into the field or field work may have connotations for descendants of slavery and immigrant workers that are not benign. (laughs) I'm... Okay, so I used like to... Like a field of study, then. Exactly. So, oh, okay. Well, but, but still, yeah, that's but weird. But still, yeah. Um, Practicum. That sounds fancier, though. And so they say, you know, field work, going in the field, that, that can have connotations for descendants of slavery and immigrant workers that are, you know, not benign or not harmless, not to mention how offensive it is to farmers. <laughs> It's just, yeah, let's get Ryan Jenkins so, on the horn. So I, I used to teach, right? I, t- I spent 10 years, well, I spent more than that because I had, you know, undergrad and grad school, but I, I taught for 10 years philosophy. I've been around these people. I know these people. And this is the most classic illustration to me of the ivory tower intellectuals who are all just, they've gotten together 
and they're like out competing each other for the next most absurd thing that they can ward off. Whereas if you talk to, I don't know, black people, <laughs> like I cannot imagine with any level of sincerity an actual black person in America like knocking on the door of the USC School of Social Work and saying, you know what you ought to do is you ought to get rid of this phrase doing field work and going into the field because that's really offensive to me and my people. Like it didn't come from anybody who would actually be of the offended. This is entirely on behalf of them. And that's why all of this stuff is so patronizing. It is so paternalistic. It's so condescending unintentionally. Like they can't they can't avoid being that way because they think they are the superior brains to figure all this stuff out and tell all of the ordinary peons what they should be afraid of and how we should change everything to cater to the things they say we ought to be concerned. It's I mean seriously. These are my people. I love them dearly, but you got to stop. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. More classified documents are found by President Biden's legal team in a different location than the D.C. office where documents were found in November. No word yet on where the latest batch of documents was found or when. Missouri Republican Senator Josh Hawley tells Fox he wants this situation handled the same way as when classified documents were found at former President Trump's estate. What's equitable here is that there be a special counsel. The attorney generals assigned the U.S. attorney in Chicago to review some of the documents. Fox's Jill Nato. A damaged database file is being looked at as the cause of a computer malfunction, leading to planes being kept on the ground and thousands of flight delays and cancellations yesterday. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. When there's a problem with uh, a government system, we're going to own it, we're going to find it, and we're going to fix it. The system that went down generates safety alerts for pilots before taking off. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 631 News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne. It is currently 68 degrees, partly cloudy skies here in Pensacola in the aftermath of yesterday's nationwide ground stop. Pensacola International Airport officials tell us that impacts were relatively modest, thanks to it already being a lighter than normal travel day. We did have about 10 flights that were delayed this morning. All of those flights did get out. They were delayed, but they did get out. Um, however, we're definitely seeing additional cancellations and delays throughout the day. That's Assistant Airport Director Erica Gran Canolo, and she says a nationwide grounding of flights is incredibly rare, but says the airline industry's gone through a lot in the last few years. The Pensacola dentist that's already been convicted of inappropriately touching an employee and faces other similar charges is now back in jail. Dr. Charles Stamatolis was arrested Wednesday after Apparently traveling to Mobile on January 2nd, Stamatolis, uh, based on the conditions of his release, is not allowed to leave Escambia, Santa Rosa, or Okaloosa counties, except to visit his attorneys. The former dentist's attorney says Stamatolis had an urgent situation, tried to get permission for the visit, but the pretrial release office was closed. Marco Rubio says he has concerns about J.P. Morgan's new business partner, Forbes reported last week J.P. Morgan's been quietly working with TikTok's parent company, ByteDance, on payment technology. Senator Rubio announced yesterday that he wrote a letter to J.P. Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon about the report. ByteDance is based in China. Rubio says the app will give ByteDance additional tools to track, trace, view, and monitor Americans' payments and says they could share that data 
with China's government. Local contractor Jesse Lacoste says he's ready to go back to work, but in order to do that, he needs his privilege to pull permits restored. He requested that yesterday at the county contractor competency board meeting. A, a problem was caused with the community because the fellow no. that used to sit in that seat was kicked off the board and ran to the I'm, news. You, you're you're able to appeal anything we've done with the county, and that's what I would recommend. And uh, the sometimes heated discussion ended with the board ruling that all of Lacoste's restitution and fines need to be paid before they can take up his request. Dozens of local residents have filed complaints saying Lacoste accepted payment, but never completed and sometimes never even started the work on their properties. A woman hurt in a crash on Pine Forest Road yesterday. That happened in the 7,000 block. She was taken to the hospital after that crash. Right now, no word on her current condition or the extent of her injuries. And two new police officers are on the job in Flomaton. Those new officers were sworn in yesterday. Officer Clay Smith was hired as a traffic officer. Investigator Ashley Wood being assigned to the Flomaton Police Criminal Investigation Division. Flomaton Police say they're also looking for more officers, more non-sworn applicants that could attend their police academy this May. If you're interested, you can submit an application in person at the Flomaton Police Department. It is 6.35 at News Radio 92.3, and Candy's got a look at our traffic on the fives. That's right. Uh, traffic on the fives is brought to you by Tops Appliances. Uh, accident on Highway 87 in Milton, and this is just before the I-10 turnoff. Tops Appliance featuring freezers, refrigerators, dishwashers, ranges, washers, and dryers from GE, Hotpoint, uh, Speed Queen, and more. Tops Appliance, that's Highway 90 in Milton. Highway 90 is fine, but again, the accident is on 87 just before the I-10 turnoff, not showing a roadblock. You can text 437-1620 if you have traffic. Tips News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Starting the day off a bit warmer with temperatures warming up this afternoon into the mid-70s. 80% chance of showers and thunderstorms. We are going to be dealing with storms in the afternoon and evening with a few storms could be strong. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping into the 40s as the cold front moves through. As you go into Friday, high near 55 degrees with plenty of sunshine. Temperatures Friday night dropping near 36 degrees. This is Brooke Richardson for the First Morning Weather Center. Thank you, Brooke. 68. It's partly cloudy right now in Pensacola. 68 in Gulf Breeze and 65 in Milton. Our next news at 7. Breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. I'm Dom Savino with your Money Now. Add Corn Ferry to the long list of companies announcing job cuts. The staffing services company says it plans to lay off up to 5% of its workforce and eliminate underutilized office space as part of a cost reduction plan. Corn Ferry expects to save about $50 million with the move. Shake Shack opened 69 stores in 2022 and has plans to open about the same number this year. The burger chain expects to open as many as 70 restaurants here in 2023, which will bring its total number of locations nationwide to just over 500. That includes a mix of store formats like typical fast food type sit-down restaurants and locations in food courts, airports and travel centers. On Wall Street, the trading day for stocks will be dictated again by inflation. December's Consumer Price Index report is due out in about an hour. Economists expect the pace of yearly inflation to be 6.5%, which would be a decline from last month, but still higher than the Fed's target. Futures are mixed. That's your money now. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. 
SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-683-7713. That's 1-800-683-7733. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-683-7733. That's 1-800-683-7733. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquo.com slash commercials. As the new year unfolds, here's another reason to buy your new Volkswagen from Piedmore Imports in Pensacola. How about over $1,000 off MSRP on the 2022 Volkswagen Tiguan? These VW SUVs with third row seats are priced to move, so hurry and take advantage of these discounted prices on a limited quantity of the 2022 VW Tiguan. Discounted over $1,000 off MSRP. And Piedmore Imports is offering a finance rate of 3.9% APR up to 36 months on select 2023 models, including the VW Taos, Tiguan, Atlas Cross, and Atlas SUV. Plus, military discounts of $500 are always available when you buy your new Volkswagen from Piedmore Imports on New Warrington Road. Piedmore Imports. They're not in Car City, so you won't pay Car City prices. 106 New Warrington Road, just up the street from NAS Pensacola. Special APR rates for qualified credit. New PCI and dealer for details. News Radio 92.3 AM 1620 is accepting applications for employment. Periodically, we have openings in sales, business, news, promotions, engineering, production, and programming. We'll keep your application for consideration when such an opening occurs. We also provide internships for qualified students. Apply online at News Radio 92.3 or at our studios at 7251 Plantation Road between 8.30 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. ADX Communications is an equal opportunity employer. News Radio 92.3. Now it's time to play Which Host Did This? Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, or Bobby Rossi? This host used to train professional boxers. Who is it? Time's up. The correct answer is Bobby Rossi. Get to know our local hosts by listening to News Radio 92.3. 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. But as it stands now, dump trucks are, uh, are actually tearing up the road. Uh, it just wasn't meant for the design for 25 to 30 tons of payload constantly. This is Ben Watson, one of the residents who spoke at the Escambia County Commission meeting last Thursday, complaining about the proposed expansion of the opportunity to bring more dirt out of the Divine Farms Road pit, uh, which is also a Divine Farm Road. Both signs. I think it's still funny. Anyway, um, and they were complaining about that. The commissioners ended up saying yes to about half of the request or something like that. But the local residents of the subdivision there on the north side of the road are very concerned about the driving conditions, about having to avoid the dump trucks about the dump trucks behavior and about the bridge at the bottom there over the water that is i drove it the other day 
it, not healthy. The bridge does not, you, you don't feel safe driving over the bridge. It's it's not failing, but it kind of feels like, uh. um, So I wanted to ask Wes Moreno about that first. Wes is the uh, Scambia County Administrator. Wes, I know you talked about this. Well, by the way, welcome back to the show, sir. Hey, good morning, Andrew. Always good to be here. Yeah, hey, great to have you. Now, I know you're a Rhodes guy, okay? Uh, and you talked about this yesterday with, uh, you know, uh, Jeff Bergash uh, in his coffee with the commissioner, and you talked about what's in the works for that bridge. That, to me, is the biggest issue, is the bridge itself, but maybe also comment on plans for the road, if there are any. Sure. Uh, so we have a re- rehab project going on right now to uh, rehab uh, some of the pylons under the bridge and increase the weight limit and make it more stable and, and, and safe. And I think that will be a good project that, that we'll complete, and I think we'll be successful there. And in the future, you know, uh, I believe we'll bring an initiative to try to uh, add add some width to that road. Uh, you know, that road, when it was dirt, we, we did a process called open-graded coal mix on that road, and it was mainly uh, an emulsion mixed with uh, aggregate. Uh, maintenance process is what it was. It's laid down almost by an asphalt spreader. It looks like an asphalt spreader. And we we did that, put that process on that road, and it stabilized it pretty well. Uh, and then uh, we came back some years later, and we put some uh, hot mix acid, did a, a resurfacing of the road on top of the open grid cold mix. So you have a dirt layer that sta- has been stabilized. You have uh, an aggregate layer mixed with emulsion. That, and then you have hot mix uh, asphalt on top of that. So you have a pretty good layer there. I think the challenge on that road is going to be the width of the road right? and uh, the, you know, the shoulders, the narrowness. So uh, we'll probably bring an initiative to try to address that particular issue, to add some width uh, at least on one side of the road, if not both, and try to make things a little bit better there for the for the folks coming in out of that uh, neighborhood there, subdivision. And, and of course, the problem there is to the degree, as you mentioned, that the center of the road, let's say, is very sturdy because of all the layers that have been put there. The edge of the road is, you know, you know it's not going to be comparable, and that's where the trucks are going to be driving. And you know, as you know, as being a roads guy, that's where you're going to have your your problems is at the edge if you don't make it as strong as the middle, which I. You know, and I've talked on the radio about the, you know, the pit was there first, <laughs> you know, so the homes come after and, you know, sometimes you have issues with that. But um, w- one thing I did want to check with is, so the, the sign on the bridge says 20 tons. My understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, is that a fully dirt laden truck coming out of that pit is going to be pushing well more than that, 35, 40 tons, maybe something like that. To what degree is that enforceable, enforced, and or correct me if I'm wrong on any of that, it seems like obviously the heavy trucks are the damaging factors for the bridge, right? Yeah, the, the, the heavy, you know, heavy, heavy axle loads uh, are always a concern on, on any roadway, you know, the design of any roadway, and, and the bridge, especially bridges as well. Uh, we have, uh, in the north end, you know, we have weight-limited bridges there, and you have your big logging trucks, public trucks. Yeah. Uh, we do we do try to uh, advise and, and you know, meet with some of the pit owners. Say, listen, you got you, know, you got a weight limit on this bridge. You need to be cognizant of it. And we can work with uh, FDOT, DOT officers to help with that enforcement if we need to. Uh, but yeah, we we but we feel like when we get done rehabbing this bridge, I think we're going to be be just fine. And it, it, any time frame on that? 
Well, the, well, the project's ongoing right now, so I, w- I would say within 90 days. Oh, okay, so very soon. Okay, well, that's good news. Uh, mm-hmm. six, 645, we're talking to Wes Moreno, the Escambia County Administrator. Hang on for a second, Wes. We got uh, Candy with Traffic on the Fives. And uh, not showing any delays. Accident on Highway 87, uh, and that's not a delay, but do watch for emergency vehicles. This is right before the I-10 turnoff in Milton. Traffic tips text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Back to Wes Moreno. Uh, Wes, one of the things I wanted to ask you about, we have seen uh, City of Pensacola is on the brink of banning smoking uh, and vaping in the city parks. Uh, the City of Milton has asked for a proposal to ban smoking in parks and beaches. Uh, we know Okaloosa is doing this. Uh, I would be surprised if Milton doesn't pass it. Has there been any even request for information or push yet in Escambia County for something like this? No, we, uh, we've not had any discussion about it. I've not, it's not a topic that has risen uh, to the top here in Escambia. Uh, I'm, you know, I talk with Michael Rhodes quite frequently, and he's not mentioned uh, any, any discussions that, he, that he's been involved in with Parks and Recreations. And, uh, you know, I meet regularly with, with Lee Davis uh, at the Island Authority, and I don't, uh, unless it's something that's come up between the last time she and I met, uh, it's not been a topic that she that she brought to me. So okay. over here in Scambia, I've, I've really not heard a lot of discussion uh, about that particular topic. Okay, well, I was curious. I hadn't either, but I figured you would know if something like that was percolating up and we should be expecting it anytime in the near future. Uh, big project that the commission approved uh, was the Perdido boat launch. Uh, you know, not quite five million dollars of other people's money. My favorite kind. Uh, I mean, it's all my, it's all our money, really, but it's not the same, right? So, um, can you maybe just tell people for a second exactly where this is going to be, and then you know, it looks like a pretty great project for accessing water, ac- uh, improving water access. Yeah, it really is. Um, and so if you go up Little End, uh, if you're going toward toward the key, going south, uh, you go across uh, uh, Blue Angel Parkway, and you'll be going. You go across near the bay, and when the road makes the curve right before it gets to 98, the the site will be right there on the right. Okay. Uh, and so it's a pretty good pretty good site, uh, you know. And that's good. this is going to be a, a really great project for this. For for Scammie County, it's going to be a two-lane boat ramp. You know, we're going to dredge about 3,000 foot of the channels, of the, so we get access to the channel, and uh, it's going to have like I think 62 trailer parking spots and 22 regular spot parking spots. We're going to have picnic uh, cover picnic pavilions and tables and uh, portable toilet and decorative portable toilet enclosures and sidewalks and some rough uh, camping amenities. I mean, it's just going to be a really great project when we get done with it. And uh, I'm looking forward to being able to uh, cut the ribbon on that one. And it, I think it's just going to be great for the, for the area. And is there any, I know there's been off and on talks about it, but is there any real plan for revamping, redesigning the Galvez landing, which of course is the one that's just kind of overflowing with use right now? Right, right. Uh, not at the moment. Not okay. At the moment. All right. So something we could look for maybe in the future. Another big project that y'all, uh, that the the commission approved is the, uh, park for Carpenter Creek at the headwaters there on Olive Road, right? Yep. Yep. This is a kind of a concept that we're trying to move to. I was talking to chips yesterday, not necessarily about this project, but, and then looking in with our drainage projects, you know, not just drainage, but is there a way we can incorporate a water quality 
concept into the into our drainage projects because and that's kind of what this one is you know we're we're looking to at the heart of this project is water quality and so we're looking to treat the stormwater that rolls off of olive into carpenter creek and then you know it goes through carpenter Carpenter Creek and winds up in Biotahar, which we all know has has, has issues. Right. So we're looking to enhance the, the, the water quality in the area. But in addition to that, you know, we're going to put in uh, walking track and paddle craft launches and uh, uh, passive recreational areas along the boardwalk and, uh, you know, of course, wetland restoration. So it's going to be an all-encompassing uh, project there. And it's uh, a concept that we're looking to incorporate more and more as we bring projects to the table. Yeah, no, I, I, I like it. You know, it seems like we're doing a, you know, a pretty good handful of, uh, of new things, which, you know, and they all seem like very good projects. So I appreciate that. La- last thing that I wanted to ask you about is uh, we had a firefighter uh, pass away this week. Now it was not in the line of duty. It was at his home, but still pretty big, uh, painful moment for the agency, right? It is, it is, uh, you know, uh, the thing, you know, the firefighters and being first responders, you know, they're used to going out and and helping and assisting and and tending to to our citizens. But when you get the call and it's one of your own, you know, it's it's like it's like a family member, and so it's a, it's a little rough, you know, on, on the crew. Uh, but you know, they know they're working on a brother, so to speak, and and he didn't make it, so. It's uh yeah it's a little it's a little downtime there uh, with fire but uh, you know this guy was a, he's a longtime firefighter he did a great job for our, for our county for our citizens served in the navy and and served his country and I'm very appreciative for his service and, and just sorry sorry for for the loss of his life and Lieutenant Jackson was young 38 years young you know so that's another one of those mm-hmm. man you know yeah. hate to lose somebody at that young age especially. Well, as always, Wes, we have a meeting t- today to talk about the uh, finalization of the broadband um, contract with the two firms they're going to be presenting. That's for the north of Muskogee, the, the one that got rebid, basically. So we'll look forward to that conversation at 9 o'clock this morning. Wes Moreno, he is the Escambia County Administrator. As always, Wes, thanks for what you do. Thanks for the time. I appreciate it, sir. Thank you, Andrew. You bet. 651 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. I'll second guest dinners with friends because they can be interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosis and colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit creoninfo.com or call 8 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N info.com. Looking to start a career or change your current career? Pensacola State College is the place for you. Choose from short-term, high-demand career and technical education programs ranging from commercial vehicle driving to medical assisting. 
call 850-484-2000. Are you looking to start your education or to change careers? Pensacola State College is the place for you. We offer bachelor's degrees, two-year degrees, career certificates, and more, ranging from nursing to welding. Apply today, pensacolastate.edu. This message is sponsored by the Florida A&M University Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Are you curious about marijuana? Florida A&M University established the Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, also known as MARI, to educate the public about medical marijuana use as well as the detrimental health and social impacts of unlawful marijuana use on local communities. Find out more at mmeri.famu.edu. Stream us online at newsradio923.com or download the News Radio Pensacola app. My heart only runs on National average for gallon of gas, 327. Florida is at 327. <laughs> so we are average in Florida. That's not great when you got California, Alaska, Oregon in the mix. Anyway, uh, 285 for Texas. Uh, 285, that's 42 cents cheaper. California is 414. You still never want to live there. Um, east at the Walmart in Navarre, 306. West at the Walmart, 305. If you're uh, getting through Midway, you've got, oh, my map's being super slow here today. 305 at several different stations. 315 in Gulf Breeze proper. If you're in Milton, uh, east at the or at the raceway before Avalon, 304. The P Ridge at the Murphy Cross from the Walmart, 304. 309 at a couple of different stations in pace into pensacola looks like the walmart on nine mile has 295 the walmart on us 27 well the 29 the murphy in front of it has 295 and then coming in from the southwest side uh most stations are in the 297 to 298 vicinity so i won't bother specifying 655 before we get david in here from the newsroom let's get candy with traffic candy and uh just still watching that one accident in milton 87 just north of uh, the i-10 turnoff and i'm not showing a roadblock caution of course wherever you are and if uh, you see something let us know traffic tips text 437 1620 it's News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. All right, thanks so much, Candy. Now into the newsroom, David Wayne has our headlines. David? Well, thousands of uh, nurses in New York City going back to work today. They'd been on strike since earlier this week, but they've now reached that tentative contract agreement. Uh, the Florida National Guard being deployed to the Keys. NBC's uh, Guad Venegas has more on Governor Ron DeSantis recently declaring a state of emergency because of an increase in migrant landings there. Hundreds of Cuban and Haitian migrants touching ground since the new year. In response, Governor Ron DeSantis calling on the National Guard and over 100 guardsmen. Uh, Key West Mayor Greg Cates is hoping the National Guard presence will deter the influx of immigrants or at least help officials if they do land. And a comet that was last seen on Earth over 50,000 years ago will be back tonight. The Green Comet could be visible, but if uh, if viewing conditions are not ideal, then uh, there's going to be a live stream through the Virtual Telescope Project. I'm telling you that uh, they said if you go out this morning before dawn, you'll be able to see it. And I went out this morning before dawn, nothing. 
I was like, Yukon Cornelius out there looking for nothing. Nothing. And uh, I just thought, mm, okay, but fine, whatever. So tonight again, if the conditions are clear, they say. They say. We can see the big green streak. They say. All right. We'll find out, though. Uh-huh. I hear it makes your teeth turn green. Oh, is that what happens? Okay. I'll Comet. Check. <laughs> it makes your teeth turn green. Wow. Nice. It's like gasoline. <laughs> Comet. It makes you vomit. All right. That's like perfectly on pitch, by the way. Thank you. David, thanks so much for the update. Yeah, thanks, David. 657 here on News Radio 92.3. Oh, I got a funny note in here. Somebody says, uh, Andrew, you should totally do a segment called Babylon B or or True. (laughs) The problem is the things I would do that would be like Babylon B today, the things would be satire today. This is on the USC story about the social work department replacing the word field with practicum. They're not going to use the word field because it implies racism. I'm not kidding. That's really a thing. Um, you know, and I'm like, yeah, but the things I do today that would be fake would be just true in a, mo- in a month. And I don't want to give them ideas because <laughs> I'd have to come up with things they haven't figured out to screw up yet. And I, it's, it's, look, I'm just telling you, it's already enough work doing the transgressors, which I cannot keep up. I, there's no way. I, okay. Again, you think I make this stuff up. No, Lizzo now says that calling something cancel culture or that cancel culture itself is cultural appropriation because... Cancel culture is something that only oppressed people should be able to do. <laughs> Just well, who's not oppressed? Well, I, I, I know. Mean, that I know. We're all oppressed. Sense, yeah. We're also oppressed. And I, you know, I was talking the other day about this whole business of cultural appropriation is nonsense to begin with. I mean, you know, if if you you know come over here to this country, let's say, and you decide to dress like me, you know, cargo shorts and flip flops, is that cultural appropriation? Well, no, that's fine. Well, because you're the oppressor. You can't. I mean, just it's. All of these things are so insane. All right, 658 here on News Radio 923. I'm Andrew McKay. Time for future news where Candy and I tell you what's going to happen before it happens. Future okay, news. Will, will, will Field <laughs> actually catch on as a band word? I, no, I mean, you no. want to say no, but people are crazy, right? Um, well, there turn out to be more than just the now two locations of confidential files that President or then former Vice President Biden had. Will there be more locations discovered? Absolutely. It, it, look, if if there's one, there might be two, but if there's two, there's probably five, right? I will still there, got stuff from TK. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> will, will there be a special prosecutor assigned to this? There should be. There there needs to be if yeah. we're going to have balance on it. Absolutely. The um, Consumer Product Safety Commission now says, we're not trying to come for your gas stoves. Will they try again in a couple of years? <laughs> like the guns? No. Yeah. Uh, I do love a gas stove. I'm, I'm going to say no, but that's more optimism than anything else. Um, will more states push for uh, sporting rifle bans, what they call assault weapons bans, now that Illinois has? Because they don't understand them, and yes. Yeah, there's going to be a couple in, you know, the more Democrat-leading states. Obviously, we'll do this. Dependable traffic on the fives, weekdays on News Radio 92.3, WNRP Golf Freeze, Milton, Pensacola. The Pensacola Airport says things went better here than a lot of other places during that rare airplane ground stop yesterday. Also, a controversial contractor wants to go back to work. Those stories and more right after Fox News here on News Radio 92.3.